Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Today, the Seminole Tribe of Florida and the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Hollywood is welcoming a new era in Florida gaming with the launch of live craps, roulette, sports betting, and uh, there's so much going on. You've got Bruno Mars performing two sold-out shows tonight and tomorrow, and uh, we are right outside where he will be playing. We're right outside the uh, Hard Rock Live, and uh, man, it's fun. Feels lively. By the end of the week, Live craps, roulette, and sports betting will be available at all six Seminole Gaming casinos. You know, there's one in Tampa. Yep. There's one on Cypress Creek. There's one in Immokalee. I forget where the other ones are, but there are six across the state of Florida. Anywho, um, not that I know all this stuff. <laughs> Look at you. Not that I pay attention <laughs> to all this stuff, but it's just the greatest day of my life. You grabbed him a Immokalee. That's all. That's right. That's right. Tell my wife. I'm going out to get some milk. She's going, you're going to that uh, convenience store in Immokalee again? <laughs> yeah, what of it? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and what of it? <laughs> um, Will Manso is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. You see Will Manso on Local 10, and, of course, you see him on Bally Sports Sun during the Heat Games. Hello, Will. Guys, what's going on? I wish I was there with you. That sounds like a fun fun afternoon and night ahead. Yeah, we wish you were here as well. I wish uh, everyone on the everyone on Earth was here with us and we could enjoy <laughs> yes. the fun that we're having out here. Um, there's a few things that I wanted to talk with you about. First of all, I'm going to okay. ask you something about the Heat. I'll start there, even though I, I really want to talk some Dolphins with you and some college football. But we had this question or conversation a couple days ago it was an ask ira column or an ask ira question and someone had you know emailed him and he'd had a nice victory last night um someone had emailed ira at the beginning of the week hey what were they at that point solana 11 11 and 9 11 and 9 and and someone said you know ira this is the defending eastern conference champions they're in the nba finals they start a season 11 and 9 that's a disappointing start to a season for a defending eastern conference champion and uh, how come no one's talking about it? And Ira had his answer, and, and we all, Crowder, me and Solana, gave our answers. I'm just curious, had you ever had that particular thought pop into your head? 
Not at all. I, I yeah. haven't for this team in particular because, first of all, they were 9-11 and 11 last year, so and we know what happened. Not that you want to follow last year's structure because that's unlikely to happen again, that a team you know barely makes the playoffs and goes to the NBA Finals. But I think when you look at big picture, it's funny. What did Jimmy call him? He said it was mediocre, right? He thought it was mediocre on offense, on defense, start of the season. I'm with Jimmy. I understand what he's saying. 11-9 in its definition is kind of mediocre. But Kyle Lowry, I thought, said it best. Kyle said, look, we, we know we can be better. We probably should be better. But given the Tyler injury, given Bans been out of the lineup, given you know, other guys have been out of the lineup, the only player to play in every game this season is Jaime Hawkins Jr., which is nuts. I mean, the rookie that's been such a big surprise is, is the only guy that's played in every game. I think given the fact they played 12 of the first 17 on the road more than any team in the NBA, 11-9 is not a bad place to to be. Now, if they had a catastrophic injury, like if Bam or Tyler were out for six months, you know, they might not be back to the playoffs, and or Jimmy's, you know, hurt. The fact that these guys are all going to be back soon, and they're sitting at now, you know, with this latest win, twelve and nine, I think they're they're an okay spot. I think this team's going to be fine. And will offensively, was it the injuries? Because they weren't scoring a lot of points early on, especially in that you know that that losing time. Was it just the injuries? Uh, it, it probably was a little of that, but I will say this. You know what's funny, Channing, is that in the last, what, two weeks, the offense has gone up so much and the defense has slipped so much, and it's been weird to watch. And Spo said yesterday, he was asked about it, about the offense and these wild games where they're winning with a lot of points, if last night's win was a little bit a little bit better for him to take because it was more to the Heat style. It was 112 to 103. It wasn't a 140 or 130, 125. And he said, look, I don't want to be the Grinch. I don't want to say that I don't like offense, but – this is who we are. So I think in the end, they're not going to be consistently one of the most exciting offensive teams, though we see it now and then, because the reality is their offense chanting is best when it's playing off their defense, creating turnovers, leading to transition, and being able to get to their shooters and finishing. So I think their offense is going to be fine when everyone's back, but the reality is without heat defense, this team's not going to go anywhere. So the fact that they were able to lock down last night and you know hold the Raptors to 37 points in the second half was a huge, huge step to getting them back to where they want to be. Will Prime, Shaq, and Kobe – or Orlando and Duncan Robinson from last night. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you something. I saw your tweet and I said, you know what? Revisit it in three games. Let's see where this stands. <laughs> there was, there, there was incredible to see Orlando. And I thought, oh, more than anything, look, I think Duncan's the, the most improved player in the NBA right now because I think Duncan. Everybody says he's a shooter, that's his game, that's it, he can't play defense, he can't do that. He's proven everybody wrong. I mean, he's finishing, he's getting to the basket, he's facilitating, he's obviously still hitting threes. He's playing defense, and Amy mentions it all the time during the broadcast. I think we lose sight sometimes of these guys, how big they are. Duncan's 6'7", and he's in great shape. He's not some, like, six-foot guy running around. I mean, he's a big dude. He's learning to use his body for positioning and playing good defense. Uh, obviously, again, all the other stuff he does. But Orlando, Orlando's just the latest heat culture kind of guy, like the guy that's been to the G League, and he's been up and down and going over and back and this and that, finding a role. And now you see a polished game that I don't think we thought Orlando had. And how about the fact that he was 6-for-6 six six to start the season from three, going you know midway through the game last night, he finally missed one. It goes to show these guys when they work and they, they wait for their opportunities and make the most of it, this is what the whole heat culture theory is all about. At some point, we have to stop being surprised when Duncan drives to the hoop, right? Or plays no, good never defense. Gonna it's, never, or, it's always going to be surprising. Is it always going to be like, <laughs> like, don't we have to acknowledge at some point, like, he's not the dude that he was two seasons ago or three seasons ago, that he is a complete no, player? Yeah. 
I think we have to. I think now's the point. I think, look, Spo recognizes it. Spo said it last night. I mean, he glows when he talks about Duncan because I think, too, the, the, the impressive thing, guys, about Duncan is that when the ball is in his hands, it's, he's at his best, which is weird because usually you would think a shooter is, okay, you move the ball, kick it, get it to him, give him an open shot. Duncan is a facilitator. Duncan makes things happen. And last night, when, in a night where they didn't have Bam and obviously still don't have Tyler, and Jimmy was kind of feeling his way through the game, having a typical good, solid Jimmy game. Not, he, didn't, he didn't need to be 35-point Jimmy last night because the offense was running through Duncan in the fourth quarter. And not only did he score and hit shots, but he passed, facilitated, played deep. I mean, it's to your point, Hawk, I don't think we should be surprised, but I still, for some reason, am every time I see how polished his game has become. Because remember, he was at the lowest of lows. It looked like he was going to be out of this rotation the last year or so, where he was going to be just that guy who, you know, he set records, he's a great shooter, but they'll just plug and play him now and then. Not a consistent rotation piece, who you could say, you could argue, should be a starter regardless of the health of other players when everybody's healthy. Hey, Will, we had this argument on the show for a couple weeks now. Do the players actually give a damn about the in-season tournament? Man, that's a good question, Jenny. I, <laughs> I asked a few of them, and I, you know, and being around there during those, a couple of those games, I think they do and don't, and here, here's why. I, I don't think they do in the sense it's not a playoff game. They're not going to get to that level. But I do think that once the competition begins within the game and, you know, you understand what's at stake, like H said it best, Hayward's like, dude, a half a million dollars is a lot of money to me. Like, you know, when you make a minimum NBA salary, a half a million dollars, yeah, maybe if you're making $35 million, but I'm sorry, I've never made $35 million in my life a year, and I never will, but if I made $35 million a year, I'd still want a half a million dollars to win something. I, I still would have that competitiveness. So I do think it's part of it, but I'm not going to lie to you and tell you these guys are out there acting like it's the playoffs. It's not. It's not that way. But we've seen the energy around the league. Look, that Indiana-Boston game the other day felt like a playoff game, and the Pacers were ecstatic about moving on. Maybe it's because they're a young team kind of on the cusp trying to get there, and the Celtics are a team that's got a bigger eyes on the you know bigger prize so to speak but i do think there's genuine excitement from certain guys and i think so far it's been a success i'm curious to see how this weekend goes i'm actually planning on winning that kind of money tonight here at the hard rock i'm like (laughs) i haven't uh, i haven't earned that kind of money either but tonight uh things might be different you know (laughs) go get them i gotta start small but uh you know Piggyback, uh, compounding uh, interest. There we go. Put the under um, on the Thursday night game. Put all your money on the under on the Thursday night game. There you go. Let me. I, what is the under tonight? I should go look. At I can the, only uh, imagine. I don't even know. Between it's got to be low, can't score. low yeah. right? Thirty. Yeah. Let's see here. I'll open up the old Hard Rock Bet app. See that? Look at you got a handy there. Pittsburgh and New England. Wow. Twenty nine and a half. Twenty nine and a half. Twenty nine and a half for an Apple <laughs> game. Unbelievable. And, and, somehow, and somehow I still think it'll be the under. That is unbelievable. New England game last week. Six points for six scored? nothing was the, the final. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Under. Oh my lord. That's Put crazy. All of your property in Boca on the under right now. I have a, in fact I gotta go, Will. I <laughs> in case the line changes, I gotta go do something. Um, let me ask you about the Dolphins real quick before we run out of time. So we've had this conversation. This conversation's starting to percolate a little bit, which is Tua or Tyreek. And what a great question to have when you have mm-hmm. two guys that are playing well enough to be considered possible MVPs. Yeah. So let's do it just for the Dolphins, not for the league, just for the Dolphins. Who's the MVP of the Dolphins right now, Tua or Tyreek? And do you believe, if things continue the way that they're going, 
that answer that you give us now would stay the same after week 17. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think the answer, this is a weird answer, but I, you may agree with me. I think the answer is Tua because we've seen how important he is to this team and how they fall apart when they don't have him. I mean, how important his role in this team is. But... As crazy as this is going to sound, I think Tyreek is the MVP of the league. So I don't even know how that makes sense. But to me, the Dolphins can't function without Tua being Tua, without his, him being healthy. And, I mean, look, the accuracy, the precision, the anticipation, everything that makes Tua great. But what Tyreek Hill is doing from an NFL perspective is historical. I mean, he's going to get 2,000 yards. I mean, he's got, what, 500-something to go in five games. I mean, he may end up with 2,200 yards. So even though Tua is the most important player and the most valuable player to the Dolphins as a team, I think right now the most valuable player in the NFL is Tyreek Hill. What he's doing is unprecedented, and it's incredible that he cannot be guarded. He cannot be covered. You throw safeties over the top. You put guys all over the place. Mike McDaniel has him running around like a crazy person in motion, and he's always open. It's just incredible to watch. And, Will, uh, Goldie, Goldie and us talked about this yesterday. What's the one thing you want to see out of the Dolphins over these next couple games this last month of the season to prove to you that we can make that January, February run? Well, listen, I talked to a guy you know uh, today. I, I taped uh, something for our Sunday show with Jay Fiedler. I caught up with Jay, who's up in New York. He teaches QBs at his camp. Oh, and and does it's stuff the first about. night of Hanukkah. That's a, that's a, that's a, good, book, uh, that's a good booking <laughs> right there, Will, on the see first that? night you of Hanukkah. See that? I, I timed it out just that way. Uh, and Jay... <laughs> I'll I'm sorry to mean interrupt you, but I lit up. No, Anytime okay. I hear a Jewish athlete, I'm way, like, oh, this way, is exciting. I, I thought of that as well. I did think of that as well. That is <laughs> uh, I, Jay's answer is my honest answer, and that's that you got they're going to have to beat one of these quality teams on the schedule coming up. Because there is a way, as you know, given their lead in the AFC and given the way things are breaking right now, that they don't beat those quality teams and still easily win the division, right? That they don't beat the Cowboys and don't beat the Ravens, and they still win the division by beating the, the Jets and Titans left on the schedule. But I really think, Channing, that we need to see this team, knowing you'll have to win at least two and possibly three games to get the Super Bowl, and if you don't get that one seed, you know at least one's got to be on the road, and these are all going to be quality opponents. They, I, I think they really need to beat one of those teams, and it's more so for themselves, you know, just to just kind of get that, hey, go beat a Baltimore, go beat, you know, beat a Dallas, beat a tough NFC team, because those kind of challenges are what you know you're going to get for a two- to three-week stretch in the playoffs before you get to potentially a Super Bowl. That's the last thing, the last thing they need to do, and they've been so good at beating the so-called bad teams or mediocre teams, and that's a great thing because they're better than anyone at it. You see teams constantly getting upset, and the Dolphins find a way to win, and if anything, win decisively but to answer your question i think that's the obvious next step for them to show that they're more than just a regular season team they can make a deep run in the playoffs 
Uh, real quick, Will, we're almost out of time. We're at the Hard Rock, and uh, Will Manso is with us. You and I both went to University of Miami. We're proud Hurricanes, but and, and I revel in Florida State's misery, but Florida State got wronged to the highest degree, in my opinion, yeah. on the college football playoffs. What is your opinion? They did. I mean, I can't say any better than that. I mean, we've talked about it a lot in the last week, and it sucks. Even all these days later, it sucks because those kids did everything they could. And look, there's that little clause they threw in there at the bottom. It's like that little clause at the bottom, like, oh, by the way, if there's an injury, that the, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like almost like the, the, a fast announcer in a commercial, you know, that tells you the things <laughs> that could go wrong. It's like they put that little disclosure in there for situations like this. But I think we know what really happened. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't think Florida State gets in if Georgia won. I, don't, I, I think it's clear that Florida State was going to be left out because they're just not a sexy, exciting team. They're not an SEC team. They don't have that cachet with the, with the ratings and all that stuff. They don't have you know, a Heisman-type player like that reputation, the Saban and all this stuff in Georgia defending national champs. I think they were going to get screwed regardless, but I think the fact that it broke this way where a one-loss team then get in over, gets in over you, or actually two one-loss teams, but you know you can make at least a case for Texas winning their conference and they beating Alabama as well, uh, they got screwed, guys, as simple as that. There you go. Will Manso, happy, uh, happy Jay Fiedler to you. <laughs> No, th- thank you, sir. Enjoy. Listen, there's nothing better you can get for to celebrate the first day than a lot of money. So good luck. <laughs> that would be great. It's called Hanukkah Gelt. That's a uh, that's a Hanukkah gift. Hanukkah Gelt is money, and I will try to make sure that the Hard Rock gives me some Hanukkah Gelt for the first night of Hanukkah. <laughs> it's the next day all night. It's a great call by you, Will. All right, thank you, Will. Good luck. Hey, Tom, guys. There you go, Will Manso from Local Ten. We are out here. At the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. What a day, man. What a day. Huge news for the first time in Florida. You can legally bet on games this week. Hard Rock Bet is legal in Florida. It's a sportsbook app that just launched in everywhere in the state of Florida. And good news. Some more now. Hard Rock Bet is giving all Florida a no-regret first bet up to 100 bucks. That means if your first bet doesn't win, you get up to $100 back as a bonus bet to try again. The amount you bet is the amount you get back. All you got to do is download the Hard Rock Bet and sign up now. Offered by the Seminole Tribe of Florida. You must be 21 plus and physically present in Florida to play. Terms and conditions apply. Concerned about gambling? Call 1-888-ADMIT-IT. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.